The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Palm Springs, California, and I'm so glad you could join us today because my co-host, Dr. David Che, is back, and he is answering some really terrific questions from the callers on, of course, the Law of Attraction. Now, before we bring David out, I want to let you know of another incredible spectacular cruise and this one is february 13 2017 so you got plenty of time to step inside your future self and imagine you and your honey or a close friend on board the beautiful luxurious cruise ship as we set sail from miami florida to the Bahamas. We have incredible workshops planned for you featuring Constance Arnold, Coach Mark Starr, who is an incredible motivational wealth speaker. Dr. Michael Mosley will be joining us as well and giving readings on board. I can hardly wait for his workshop. I'm so excited. And of course, Cassie Parks of the Manifest 10K program talking to you about your manifestation desires. Gary Temple Bodley will be joining us once again, and he will be channeling Joshua. And that means that you get to ask your personal questions of Joshua. This is so great. And we've got the Beagleson brothers returning with their incredible microscope. And they are going to tell you what your blood reveals, not only about your health, but it will reveal your stuck emotion within the cellular memory. We've got more speakers coming on. So just go to LOARadioNetwork.com forward slash cruise and check out everything. Please be aware that you do need a passport, so you'll need to get one for this cruise. I'm going to put in a plug for Cassie Parks of Manifest 10K and within 30 to 90 days, you could manifest thousands of dollars just for this trip. So you have all the money you need to come on this amazing cruise that will continue your empowering journey into the law of attraction so just take the first action step right now which is to put in your refundable deposit in today and you will manifest the funds for this by november 1st 2016 you have plenty of time this will prove to you how powerful you are in that you can create anything and money is the easiest thing to create. So let's prove it to you. Go and sign up for the cruise today. Now, I should mention that this cruise is during the week of Valentine's Day, which means that this cruise is all about learning about the law of attraction and relationships. And even though that means enhancing existing relationships 
or even learning how to manifest a new relationship, we are going to give you the proven techniques that will deliver you great joy. The cruise workshops also have to do with your relationship with money and even health. It's about understanding your perception to these relationships, including your limiting beliefs. So let me say again, this is a life-changing cruise. And when you go to LOARadioNetwork.com, be sure you read what our past cruisers say about our cruises. <laughs> It is so much fun, and I want you to be there with me. By the way, did I mention that on this cruise, beverages, including alcohol, are free on board? <laughs> so go to LOARadioNetwork.com forward slash cruise and put in your refundable deposit today. Now let's take a fast commercial break, and we'll be right back with Dr. David Che. Are you tired of just manifesting parking spaces? Are you ready to manifest the big stuff, like, say, $10,000? We have a proven system that hundreds of people have used to manifest thousands of dollars. For a limited time, you can get started for just $1. Go to manifest10k.com to learn how to manifest $10,000 in the next 90 days. That's manifest one zero. K.com. What if I told you that your blood tells the story of your life? Eastern philosophy talks about the holograms in the ear and the eye and the tongue and the foot. And after 30 years of research, the BeaglesonMethod.com discovered that there are holograms in the blood as well. We all know that Western medicine states that stress is the biggest factor affecting health today. Now this stress can actually be revealed in specific images through a simple drop of blood, allowing you to learn the root cause behind your health issues. TheBeaglesonMethod.com helps you to identify physical, energetic, and even emotional blocks that may have been overlooked in your quest for better health. Check out TheBeaglesonMethod.com and see the incredible pictures of what thousands of clients have already seen in their blood. To find out more on how to get your personalized holographic blood consultation, go to TheBeaglesonMethod.com and be absolutely amazed. That's the B-I-G-E-L-S-E-N Method.com. Well, welcome back, David Che, to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. This is a wonderful time that you, as my co-host, comes on and we can uh, answer some really terrific questions from our live audience. So I'm delighted to have you back on today. Well, thanks, Jewel. It's always great to be coming back on the show. And you are having some great messages from a lot of the listeners, I hear, um, that uh, just have more questions for you and, and want to talk to you more. Yeah, the response after our few shows has been pretty kind of um, overwhelming. So people have been emailing me <laughs> back and forth, and, and I, I'm telling them, listen, I'm, I'm kind of overwhelmed with all the questions. So if you want to call into our show, our next show, uh, we can talk about it on, you know, on the air. And, and I'm sure other people have the same questions, so we can answer them while we're here. 
Isn't that such a great idea? Yeah, so I'm glad. And, but I don't want you to get overwhelmed. But David, what can I say? You know, you are an expert in the law of attraction and they want to get it directly from you. And I think it's wonderful. So, David, um, how is everything going with you? Any exciting news? Um, the last time we had talked, um, I don't know, we mentioned the book in China, but I... Um, I wasn't getting a lot of feedback from my publisher what was going on in China because, um, you know, they're so overwhelmed with so many different authors. But I uh, contacted one of the foreign rights uh, people in, at Simon & Schuster and said, you know, do you happen to have any uh, numbers of my sales so far in uh, China? And so she kind of, uh, you know, uh, came back with the, uh, I guess they contacted the publisher in China. So, you know, when you're doing foreign rights, it's kind of, a longer process, yeah. But um, she came back, and you know, it wasn't the exact number because they only they're really slow to report their numbers, and uh, it's uh, it's only for the last. It doesn't even include this year. It's like kind of toward the last year, uh, with toward, toward the end. And I think the number was around. Um, I have to guess. I think it was around like two thousand copies already. Wow. Yeah. You know that is so wonderful. Can you imagine if? everybody on the planet understood the power of their mind and their thoughts wouldn't we be living in a different world today totally completely and that's why i think it's so fantastic that you're in china now getting this incredible powerful empowering message out to everyone that they create their own reality the good the bad the ugly and you are delivering that message to people who may never have heard that they were actually powerful. Yes, yes, yes. It all is, you know, we're trying to go global. That's the, that's the goal. That's the goal. You know, maybe we should have somebody do law of attraction and politics. <laughs> <laughs> David Che, you truly are a blessing to us all. So let's go. And uh, we have a caller from Santa Barbara. Anna, uh, and she has a question for you. Hi, Anna. Yeah, hi. Hey, how you doing? It's nice to finally uh, talk oh. to you. I know we've emailed a few times, but now we get the chance yeah, to yeah. actually talk. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Thanks for sending me the number. Anyway, um, yeah, I have to agree your book is one of the best. I read so many books, and also from the 1900s, you know, oh, wow. books and Mm -hmm. So I really collect them, but yours was advice that. But anyway, my question, I emailed it to you, but I have been doing this for 20 years, and I've never found a book that would uh, address it. Law of Attraction works. I have manifested many things. I have, you know, it. I totally believe in it. However, I play tennis, and for 20 years, I have been defeating myself. And uh, 20 years ago, I have decided on a goal that I will find a way how to not allow myself to be defeated from the inner self. And what I refer to the inner self is Shakespeare once said, the enemy is within. And that is what I'm talking about. I can practice, practice, practice. I can win the first set. I'm saying my affirmations with feelings every point. And then suddenly, in an unguarded moment, this kind of that inner enemy sneaks in, and it's just totally.
it changes my body. It's like my muscles are tight. I don't see the ball. I cannot think clearly, and uh, I miss hit the ball. And then, you know, it's a kind of landslide down, and then I went. And I'm doing this. I'm playing tennis like five, six, seven times a week for 20 oh, wow, years. I'm lot. trying to. How can I change? So I feel like, of course, I created in the deep subconscious mind, but I cannot enter that deep subconscious mind where the inner enemy is because thoughts and feelings really don't work there. Hmm. Um, Do you have any idea what's going on? Now, with, with your tennis, are you, are you playing against like a, a friend or some competition that's, that's really uh, good? Like, well, it's, well, a, it's a difficult competition? Well, it's not difficult. It's within my level. And uh, oh. I'm playing with friends and also I'm playing with USTA leagues. You know, we have matches every week. And I was already winning, like, all the matches. But then somehow this came back, this self-defeating pattern. So it's uh, whether it's a, it seems like whenever I want to win the point, the subconscious works against me and I lose yes. it. If I say I don't care, which I find works, if I don't care at all, win or lose, then it works a little bit. But then again, I'm defeated. Hmm. And I, I have many techniques that I try one after another, and they seem to work for a while, but ultimately I'm nowhere after 20 years. Hmm. And, and, and does this usually happen when you, when you lose, or it doesn't matter, even if you win, you get you get that feeling also? Well, I always try to be positive, like I calm my body, calm and relax before I serve, so the body is, you know, really calm. But what I'm saying is that I'm doing all the affirmations, but the inner enemy, this inner power comes yeah. up at a moment, no matter what I say, you know, I mean, now I'm trying to talk directly to my subconscious mind, and how can I get this point, I ask, well, it's that the subconscious mind makes me hit the ball right into the net. That's exactly the opposite. Oh, I see. Um, well, I've never really recommended this uh, so far in our shows, and Jules and I really haven't talked about this either. But have you ever considered like hypnosis? And <laughs> done? Ah, uh, I know. Yeah, I should. I probably do that. You're right. Hypnosis. Yeah, and, and and actually, Jules, don't don't you do that, or am I not mistaken? No, I oh. am a hypnotherapist. Right? Yeah. So and I, I do recommend something like that. Yeah. 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 Jules, you may actually be better in this situation than me when it comes to what, what she's asking about. Well, I do have one suggestion is that if you keep your eye on the ball and where you want it to land, instead yeah. of focusing on the swing and the technique, because when yeah. you focus on the technique, you're, you need to see the end result of where you want the ball to hit. So if you yeah. just focus on that, and you said a very powerful thing is to detach. Like you don't care, you're okay. Yeah. So, and, and as David, that's David's thing right there, detach. But if you can focus on where you want to go and you can do the same thing with the potato and put a straw through it, if you simply envision this, the plastic straw going through it, it will. But if you think about how it's going to get through it, you stop it. Yeah. No, I am actually focusing on the ball all the time. That's like one of the first things. 
and I'm visualizing where I want to hit the ball. But Good. This is what I mean. It's the power enters, and I don't see the ball. You know, when the in an enemy enters, it's just you cannot consciously do it. You know, it's just. Uh, well, okay. it, could be, it could be too that you're, you're, you know, we, it, it's becoming predictable, and so when that moment's coming, we all have that feeling we're dreading that's what's going to happen. Um, it's yeah, like a lot right. of sports. I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. yeah so, go ahead, Jules. Well, can you can you just tell me before you go to sleep, the night before the game, do you visualize you hitting and where the ball is supposed to land? Yeah, I do that all the time. Every day, Good. I visualize the point. Uh, you know, before I fall asleep, or I go over the match, and I I remember only the good shots. I never remember the bad shots. Only the good shots. Okay, so you're living that visualization as if you're playing it at that precise yeah. moment that you're thinking it. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know, you know, maybe it is something subconsciously that is keeping you from winning, um, and perhaps hypnosis would help. Yeah, hypnosis might be the answer, yeah. Yeah, there's some really good hypnosis. And what, you're from Santa Barbara? Oh, yeah, there's some really good Santa Barbara hypnotherapists up there. Can I actually try that. Yeah, that's my next step then. Well, good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good luck to you. Thank you, yeah, Anna, for so. calling. Yeah, thank you. That, uh, thanks, Dr. Chair. Oh, no, no problem. Anytime. Call back uh, in the future if you have any more questions. Yeah. Yeah, we're, okay, I will. Thank we're you. always here for you, Anna. Thank you. And I have another friend. I will give her this number to call next next time. Oh, good. Oh, great. Thank you. Well, maybe, maybe okay. All right. Thank you so much. Okay, take Not care. Not a problem. You too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. This is cool. Hi, yes, Philip. This is Philip from Denmark, right? Yes. Yes. <gasps> Denmark. Oh, how wonderful. And it's 2 o'clock in the morning there? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. I'm so tired. I've been reading to exam. I have to go to exam tomorrow. Across the day. Well, I'm so glad you called in. You had a question for Dr. Che. Um, not, not really a question. I'll just like to tell my story about how I... I got to, to know about the law of attraction. The, the book yes. Wrote, yes, yes, yes. I mean, think about this, Jules. I mean, our book has only been published really in the United States, you know, so far. Well, China, obviously. But Philip, you know, is all the way from Denmark. This is like Scandinavia. Yeah. So let's yeah. let Philip talk about how he came across my book because he was telling me today, but it was like so long the message. I'm like, you got you got to tell our listeners on the air how how you came across the book. Oh, please do, yes. Philip. Yes, um. um First of all, I was um, first I was introduced to, to Malcolm Gladwell by one of my customers. I was working as a customer agent in a, in a telephone company, and then um, I talked to a colleague about success, and um, and she was telling me about the book um, The Secret, as we all know. Um, mm -hmm. And then um, then I talked to my aunt about um, about this about success and Malcolm Gladwell, and then she also uh, told me about The Secret, and she had a Danish book. I think it would be called the the key to the law of attraction or controlling your mind or something like that. If I should translate it, um, and then I, I looked it up in, a, in an app called Mufibo. It's a Danish app where you have a su subscription to ebooks and audiobooks, just like Netflix, but not what movies. And um, then it um, 
it suggested that I, that I should read the total law of attraction instead of um, the other one. <laughs> and then I just started on it. It was a uh, it was hard for me, I'm not, and I'm good at English, and I apologize for that. But um, but I started reading it, and it, it felt more in my in more my in my taste. Um, the secret was more more like magic for me. Um, the law of attraction was more down to earth, and um, mm-hmm. it was it was very nice to read. And um, I actually had some some experience. I didn't have a, a terminology for for what I was. Um, what I was experiencing, but um, I have experienced this where I have wanted something and um, thinking it and then forget it again, and and then it happened to me. And I have experienced it a lot of times. And I've talked to my mother about it, and she was telling me like, no, it's just random things going on. But I could I could almost do it by myself. I could see I could say um, I want this, and then in a few months I could get it almost out of nothing. So it was nice to, to have this term for it, the law of attraction. <laughs> and then um, today, uh, I, um, I, uh, I um, what was it called? I was uh, talking to uh, to David on Facebook, and we were talking about Nils um, Bohr, this um, quantum physics uh, father here. And I can I, I can tell you, I live in the same city where he died, and I can look, uh, look over a new tower called Bohr's Tower, Nils Bohr's Tower, where it's a lot of apartments and it's. To him, so I think that's a funny story. Wow. Yeah, well, one of the fathers of um, I was you know, obviously Philip knows. Most people don't realize one of the fathers of quantum theory. His name is Niles Bohr, and he was from he was born in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. And so, um, you know, Philip is calling us straight from one of the sources of the of the originations of quantum mechanics. Wow. Yeah. That is really neat. And. What's even yeah. more interesting, Philip Philip had said, I mean, you can mention this on the air too, because I was like, oh, how is the secret or law of attraction in Denmark over there? And he says that, um, ironically, most people in Denmark are negative people, so they wouldn't really be receptive to it. He's actually one of the select few people that, you know, read about this stuff that we talk about. Wow. Yeah. When I mention it, people will um, will say to me, it's like believing in Santa Claus or something like that. It's, it's right. But but right. when you can when you experience it itself, and I, I I actually have a story where I didn't know about the terminology, but um, for a long time when I was what was I 18 years old, I think maybe 19, I was like all young kids want I wanted money, and um, and uh, I talked to my friend about it, and and he said um, uh, he had just been to to LA, and he talked a little bit about. Um, about you should focus on the things you want and something like that. And then the day after I talked to my friend about this, I actually got um, it. It was from my my late father. My father died when I was twelve, but um, it was some money that he had gave to one of his friends. Then then didn't come and gave it to me. It was um, I don't know how much dollars it is, but it was fifty thousand kronos. I think it's maybe um, ten thousand uh, ten thousand wow. dollars or something like that. It was like it was a big deal for me then, and, uh, and it felt good for me. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's yeah. great. So, are yeah, you using good. are you using the law of attraction today? Is it really helping or changing your life at all? Um, I, I just finished the book in April, so um, I'm not used to this much. I've just um, I've, I'm reading up to exams right now. I just been to two exams, and I got. Um, uh, in Denmark it is called 12 but uh, it's like an A 
and in one of the exams I haven't read up so all, and on none of it I just get uh, get in there and just try to wing it but I've uh, focused on it um, to get an A and focused on all the good things and I think it really helped me oh wow now, 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 Philip, we didn't talk about this earlier. When you said you're taking these exams now, uh, what what courses are you taking exams in? I'm just curious. Oh, what does it call it? Um, hmm. Do you have a gymnasium? Do you know what that is? Is that something? Mm. I don't know how to say. Oh, maybe you don't know how to translate it's, it from Danish into English. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, um, uh, not university, but before university. Like, like college courses, yeah. College courses, courses. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. Are they science or are they, what are they? Mathematics or what kind of? Um, today it was um, uh, nature. Uh, it was biology and. Oh, biology. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. And, and it was three, three um, subjects in one. Oh, okay. And I got a twelve, and I, I didn't care about it at all, but I got uh, got this A uh, character, and it was it was fantastic for me because I haven't read out of it. I so. I would be an, an maybe a C if I was lucky. But oh wow! Yeah, I'm sure those classes are hard over there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, and and Jules, yeah, interesting enough. Uh, yeah, Philip was telling me that the secret. I don't know what's the right word to use. Isn't that popular, or wasn't that well received over in Denmark, over there? What? What did you say? Yeah, I, I the, used to, the, the, the book, the secret, isn't that po- isn't not that popular and. Denmark, right? No, no, it's not. Um, yeah, maybe it's because the, the the Danish people are so negative about uh, about things like this. But well, I, they I just don't that... believe in the validity that science backs it. So, and that's yeah. understandable. A lot of people go through that. But it's it's a lot of people in Denmark. People almost make fun of it. Really? Yeah, and yeah, and, yeah. and I was saying that the idea, the irony of it is. You know, we're using quantum mechanics to kind of quote quote prove the law of attraction. One of the fathers of quantum mechanics is Ish. from originally from Denmark. Well, he's born Ish. in Denmark. So, yeah. 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 And he's featured on our money, and we have a whole um, school just with his name on it and uh, a guide on where his uh, his graveyard is. And as a he's a very famous guy, and we're very proud of him. So it is very ironic. Yes. That people don't. Hmm. You know that's that's true though. This uh, it does seem like a fairy tale, and that's how the secret kind of portrayed it. But a lot of people aren't putting the science behind it, and I think that's where David is so logical in his approach to the law of attraction. It makes it so understandable, and it is based on science. So that that's where everybody really can identify. I think that's my yeah, opinion. Exactly. And one of the things about the law of attraction, though, we got to keep in mind, too, is that sometimes these things, um, trying to manifest something into your life, it is actually that simple. It just requires your imagination. And people <sighs> people these days are so science and logic-minded that we're not tuned into our imagination. And, our, and, yeah. our, and that's why Einstein said imagination is more important than knowledge. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that's what, that's what could be also part of the cause of why uh, – People that are so science oriented don't understand or, or think it's too. There's no way this could be that simple for me to bring something into my life. Just to imagine it. Yes, but then again, look at all the scientists who are are really propose. I mean, are talking about the law of attraction. 
you know, Dr. Bruce Lipton and the science of epigenetics, um, Greg Braden. Um, and oh my goodness, there are so many. And it's really interesting that the scientists are really turning in or becoming spiritual. It's really strange how the evolution of a scientist goes and and so they're able to talk about the magic and the emotions and the feelings and the way the brain works it's it's really quite beautiful it's amazing this whole evolution wouldn't you agree with that david the evolution of where the law of attraction first started you know like eight years ago and to where it is today Yes, uh, totally. The evolution is just, I mean, it, let's face it. The, the law of attraction has been around since what, when Wallace Wallace published The Science of Getting Rich in, 19, right. in 1910. But it wasn't until really, I mean, it's been going on all this time that we've been talking about it. But, you know, let's give credit to The Secret. In 2006, I think when The Secret was released, right. that's when it really, really popularized it. It kind of bought it out out of, out of the woodwork, you know, that we weren't really aware of it. That, um, and then ever since then, all these books have been published. Uh, including mine, and there's another book. It was called The Science Behind the Secret. I believe it's called by Travis Taylor. He's a PhD, and he's got like degrees in aerospace engineering, um, mechanics, and all. This. He's, he's a true scientist who wrote a book just on the science behind the secret. So for those of you who are listening, you should. I mean, if you want like the proof with the science behind it, this guy he's got a PhD. He's like more than qualified to comment on this subject. So. Yes, and then there's Dr. Sereni Pillay, who is uh, uh, works or is a professor at Harvard Medical School, and he is a law of attraction expert, and he is very upfront with all of the doctors there. Hey, <laughs> and I think that's wonderful. Yes. I think it's wonderful. He is a, a avid meditator, which he wasn't before. And he's manifested all these terrific things. So if Harvard Medical School can um, come out, a, a professor there, and say, wait a minute, there is a lot of things through brain imagery to prove the law of attraction is real and authentic and should never be discounted. Yes. I love that stuff. Yes, yes. We have a lot of credible people that, support the science behind this um, law of attraction. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So important. Well, thank you so much for coming on and, and talking with us, Philip. This was a real treat. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, and, and thank you, too, for, for having me. Yes. And Philip, if you have any questions, maybe you should just send an uh, email so you don't have to stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I will send an email instead of this because I'm very tired right now. <laughs> yeah. I have to go to the at, at 8 o'clock, so it's okay. becoming well, five hours of sleep. Yeah. Thank you so much. We do appreciate it. And all our love to Denmark. Yes, yeah, man, my love back to you guys. Yes, thank nice. you. I wish you well. Okay. Bye-bye. And we have another call. It's uh, area code 401. Hi. Are you there? Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi, Dr. Shea. My name is Ann Benair. I actually sent you an email um, a few weeks ago. Yes, With a yes. couple of questions. And then okay. I just got your email today. So I just wanted to... Um, Holland and just to talk about how much I love the book. And, oh, wow. Thank um, you. How, yeah, it's just, I've been a drug 
avid believer and follower of Law of Attraction for several, several years, but even before The Secret has come out. And um, your book just changed the whole... So it was it's the missing link, basically, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it just was amazing how anything that I was trying to manifest, it was happening, but I was kind of like losing... I guess I was losing the momentum of it or the feeling that I had about it. It became routine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And um, once I read your book, it really spoke to me about how there needed to be feeling behind it. And uh, when I first, right after reading it, I put it to work and manifested my first um, first item, if I want to call it an item. And 30 days later, it happened, and I was just, I, I was surprised because of what I had manifested, but I just, it was just amazing. So it's really changed, changed, and it's a great book. Oh, wow, yeah, thank you. Well, were, were you able to detach from the desire of what you wanted? Yeah, and I can tell what it was right now that I now that it happened. Yeah. Yeah, so um, so what I manifested was that I was visualizing it being $10,000 in my checkbook. And at the time, I said, this is impossible. And then I read through David's book the second time and said, no, I can't believe it's impossible because then that's going to negate the whole purpose of doing this. And I just, every day, took five minutes to visualize and to manifest it and just felt the emotion of seeing that and feeling it. Mm-hmm. And then just went about living my life and just totally detached from it um, because I I guess I detached from it because part of me really didn't believe that it could happen. Uh-huh. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes so sense. Yeah, so I didn't want to put all of my... Um, thoughts into that happening and then um, in about 30 days it was just under 30 days actually I think it was about three weeks later I had some damage to my roof and I had to put in an insurance claim it didn't say how the $10,000 was going to appear and I had to put put an insurance claim in and the next thing I know I had a check deposited into my bank account and the check wasn't for $10,000 but once the check was deposited into my bank account, and I looked at it one day, and it was ten thousand dollars. Wow! So <laughs> it didn't say. At first, I said this can't be right because it, this is because of my roof. And but then I didn't specify how the ten thousand dollars would come into my checkbook. Yes. Right. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. So. I, and I keep thinking, and I haven't started my next manifestation, and I actually realized that I would sit and think, oh, I want all these things, want all these things, want my life to change in certain ways. But then when I thought about how, what I wanted to manifest next, using the method that you wrote in the book, I actually had have been actually having trouble thinking, well, I don't really know what I really want. Maybe not that I have to pick something that's special, but... It's almost like I have to um, be specific or or choose carefully. Yes. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I actually, there's a good point you bring up. I don't think I'm really mentioning this in the book, but um, since we're on there, let's let's mention that right now. And that's um, when you're trying to manifest something. Let's say, especially money. If you're trying to manifest something, w- when you start to use your emotions 
to try to manifest this what what it is you're trying to do, you're building up a lot of energy into the ether, into the universe, and out of your subconscious. And this energy has to be released. So, for example, uh, if I'm trying to manifest something, um, you have to try to. And this is the reason why taking action is so important. You have to take action because taking action or the effort of taking action, the attempt to take action, it releases that energy and helps the universe to attract what you want. Now, if you just we just sit there and just trying to manifest and don't take the action, it can still happen. But because that energy is so bundled up, like just like water, how water leaks through. Oh, well, um, not to use your roof example, but other stuff like water will leak <laughs> leak, leak through something because it follows the path of least resistance. How water comes out okay. always comes out through. Or electricity, electricity always follows the path of least resistance in a circuit. That w- our manifestation can return to us in a path of least resistance. And sometimes if we don't take action towards it, it can come back in a negative way. So um, when I was learning this stuff, I had read a, a, a story about a guy who um, was trying to manifest like $4,000. And he didn't take action. He just went ahead and visualized it and, and did all the steps, but didn't really take any action towards it. And so the energy was built up. And what it had, ended up happening was one day he was, I forgot what activity he was involved in, but he hurt his foot or his leg. And then uh, when he went to the doctors, they said he needed some you know, work on it, and then they said, he said, "What was the cost?" You know, his insurance was going to cover for it, and uh, the amount was four thousand dollars. So yeah, and that reminds yeah. me of in the I've had this happen to me many times. Oh, look, I have some extra money, eight hundred dollars extra money, and then all of a sudden something breaks, and wow, you have to spend eight hundred dollars. That's the exact amount of money that you need to yes. fix whatever. Yeah. So, um, and, I just, and, you know, I have heard people who said they want a brand new car. And, you know, what happens quite a few times is that they end up getting in an accident. Yeah. And they get a new car, but they often get hurt as well. So, David, your response to that is how do you, how do you manifest something without it being um kind of negative to bring you what you want i mean can we manifest a new car without an accident yes well the thing is sometimes people i think some some of it you know i guess again the law of attraction is just one aspect of our life and mm-hmm. our decision making uh, smart decision making is the other aspect of it so you know i would have to guess for some people that are listening yeah when you your thought of a new car isn't just a regular new car oh my thought of a new car is a new a BMW sports car or like a fast yeah. car. And so, you know, when, when when we use this method to manifest what it is we want and you get this exciting new car, this sports car, you know, one of your inclinations is you want to go fast in it. You're going to want to drive really fast and, you know, turn a corner at 50 miles an hour instead of the usual, you know, regular car. And so uh, sometimes when you when you, we get too overly excited about what we manifest and it happens, there's an element of responsibility that has to come with it mm. when, you, when you get these things. You know, and going back to what I said, it's important that when we when we do the visualization or we do the feeling and we let it go, that we're still consciously making a, a, a concerted effort to take action towards what it is we want. Otherwise, the energy builds up, and it can right. follow at the least resistance and and come back in a negative way to to get to us. Well, you know, I had the other thing that happened to me too with manifestation is that Jules, I've been listening to your podcast for months. I listen to them constantly. Matter of fact, I listened to them through Stitcher, and today uh, I looked at my phone, and it said I had been I had logged in seventy nine hours on Stitcher. Oh well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what 
have I done with my life? <laughs> I love it. Whoa, oh, that's great. Sometimes I listen to them all the once. So I'll let them play, and like I'll listen to them while I'm doing something else, and um, I'm letting them play, and I oh, I wanted to catch that, and I'll listen to it again. But when I first started listening to yours, I um, I illustrate coloring books for adults. And Ooh. one of the things that I was trying to do was figure out another way to market my coloring book, and I only do it through social media. So I self-published, self-published my book. So I was trying to figure out another way to kind of reach an audience and with maybe through my voice and whatever other way besides just through social media. And I had been listening to the podcast, and I kept visualizing you know, someday maybe I should have a podcast and then I could talk about how coloring benefits mental health and all of the benefits oh, yeah. of it. And then, all of the, and then this would be going on for a while that I kept thinking this and I didn't tell anybody about it because I thought maybe they would think I was a little crazy that I was even imagining that. And then I got in touch, got in touch with a few other artists that I network with and there was someone that was doing a podcast and she was looking for people to interview. And I was interviewed for a podcast, and it, all of a sudden now, my voice was on a podcast. And and it, there you go. It was amazing because not only it opened up, um, it was what opened up the other way for me to market these books. And now I do these um, live color along, like a, a coloring session thing as a way to sell these books. So, yeah, it was interesting. Oh. That, um, I totally detached from it because I didn't think that it would ever happen. Right. You know? So, right. Yeah, the, yeah. The detachment. Another trick, uh, you know, a few tricks you can use for use for detachment, and you might have been doing it unconsciously, and that's yeah, I, it's it's, I, it's I not was, yeah. so yeah, it's not so much than saying okay, I don't believe it's going to happen. It's I don't really care if it's going to happen. Right. You know, I don't exactly. care. The three words. I, I don't care. care. Yeah. Because I don't never, care. it never happened to me. It wasn't going to affect my life if it did or it didn't. And um, and the funny part is, is that I think I listened to maybe a third of it back. And, listen, and I said, I can't listen to myself anymore. <laughs> yeah, it takes some getting used to. I can't, I can't do it. And even the videos, I can't watch them. I just, it's like, it's raw footage and that's it. And that's all you get. So I'm not about yeah. to listen to myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i had to get through that myself <laughs> all those years ago yeah wow hard. that's really it's fascinating yeah, so okay so that, yeah. that's all i really had to say i wanted to just thank both of you i listen to you all the time obviously my 79 hours long <laughs> <laughs> keep on listening the best is yet to be this is wonderful well thank you so much yeah, thanks for calling oh, in, thank you. Thanks, yeah okay good. bye-bye all right bye-bye Key Energy, creator of the Solar Camel, brings you a solar battery system that just saved our Palm Springs customers big savings on their electric bill. And now I'm their new best friend. I want to be your best friend too. So give me a call today and let me show you why I'm the most popular guy in town saving people thousands of dollars every year on their electric bill. No matter where you are in the world, I can help you save. Call Dean at 951-680-6060 or visit our website at keyenergy.com. That's K-E-I energy.com. You'll be glad you did. Did you know that every human uses only a small portion of their powerful mind? Jules Johnson, International Certified Hypnotherapist, wants to introduce you to your powerful mind in order to create 
your dream life. In as little as one session, Jules guides you into releasing limiting beliefs that keep you from achieving wealth, health, better relationships, and even true love. Schedule a session in Palm Springs or set up a Skype video session for those nationally and internationally. Jules would love to serve as your guide into living your dreams. Go to creativeguidedimagery.com or call 951-201-2166. That's creativeguidedimagery.com. Um, I have a couple of stories that happened to me and it kind of demonstrates what you're doing when you don't intentionally um, try to manifest something. About a year ago, it was probably a year, 18 months ago, I have a favorite channel that I love to watch on the TV and it's the Travel Channel. And one day I was watching it and it was all about the Rhine River and going up the locks, you know, so the boat can go up to another level. And it was fascinating. I'm just going, geez, I wonder how that feels going up that boat into another level of the water. And then um, that's all I thought about it. Just going, wouldn't that be fascinating? And six months later, I got a call to have um, to speak in Nigeria and then to go on to Norway. So I went, it was all paid and all expenses and it was a paid speaking engagement. And then um, did Africa, went up to um, Norway, couldn't get in because of the weather, stayed in Germany for a week. And for and I completely forgot about the Rhine River, but ended up trying to waste some time and was on the Rhine River and went up those locks and I'm going, holy cow, this is exactly what I saw on TV. Mm. And it was like, okay, I didn't. It, it was a form of detachment because I never really thought that I would ever do it. But then this week, something else happened, David. Okay. And what was that? I have another show that I watch, and it's called The Beverly Hills Housewives. <laughs> and I just love the show, right? <laughs> and then, and I, so I watch it, and they're always having shows in Palm Springs because the housewives have, a couple of them have beautiful homes in Palm Springs. I was always wondering, where are those shows? I mean, where are they? Where are the houses? Yeah. yeah. So I um, started looking for a place in Palm Springs because I have to get closer to the office. And I never knew of La Quinta. So guess what? Four o'clock in the morning uh, this week, I had something woke me up and said, you got to look on Craigslist right now. So I went and there was a house. And then I go and I going, I don't know this La Quinta area. I've never seen it. And go driving in it. It's probably one of the most exclusive areas. It's even better than Beverly Hills. It is just like an oasis, beautiful area. So I go down there and then I 
fell in love with this house. I got approved and found out that that's where the Beverly Hills housewives oh, wow. live. Like, just down the street. <laughs> and I'm going, wow. So I've been waiting for the last six months for this place. I was looking for everything, but here it was. So somehow, by not worrying about the situation and just detaching, whether I got the house or not, it was not a big deal. And then here it is, my dream house. It's exactly what I wanted. Uh, it, it, so it's amazing how uh, when I sit there and watch TV, it's kind of like a mind movie. And then it's like, okay, I'm really feeling, I'm feeling it. So in other words, I'm doing something, right? Yes, what do you think, David? Oh yeah, you're you're what you're doing exactly as we we teach people to do, and that's that feeling, just that feeling, that emotion, that, that energy that sparks, you know, goes into the ether, into the universe, and the universe is responding and mirroring to your feelings and thoughts, and it's and it's gonna and it's warping or manipulating your reality to match what you're trying to see in your mind. So for me, it takes like six months to manifest a really great one, like I did with the trip and everything, mm -hmm. and then with this house. But, you know, it's perfect timing. Maybe the house wasn't available yes. six months ago. Yes, exactly. Sometimes the universe, you know, when, we're, when we don't understand the process, we're like, well, why didn't, why didn't this happen to me? Or why did it fall through? Or why, you know, why didn't it happen? Well, sometimes the universe knows more you know, about this, this, this situation than you do. Maybe it wasn't destined for you. Maybe there's a better opportunity for you than what you were thinking about. And so that's where the detachment gets so much easier when you kind of let go. And let the universe and trust the universe. And, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, the universe has got your yes. back. Evidently, it's got my back. I'm really, I'm, I'm delighted. Yes. Exactly. So it, it's amazing how things like that work. But I got to tell you, David, the detachment is a major thing, and and um, it, 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 you have to. It, the more that you focus in on what you want it's like it's locking you out it's like you're not yes. right and, and, and you and me we're more seasoned people on this subject for people that haven't really um got into this or just starting to get into it you're going to find attachment to be really hard it's it's one of the hardest mm -hmm. parts or if not the hardest parts of using the, the law of attraction and that's that's why most of the books that you know were coming out that didn't talk about attachment. Most people felt disappointed or felt it didn't work for them because they either didn't didn't talk about attachment or they did they didn't go into detail of how to apply it to the law of attraction. The law of attraction is real. It's authentic. It works. And if it didn't work, I wouldn't be on this radio show. <laughs> and I wouldn't be and David wouldn't be writing a book that is going to be a bestseller in China and all over the U.S., all over the world, because Denmark has it. You know, so it really, it works. And the more people that can even grasp it a little bit, it just takes a, a tiny little piece size of a manifestation, and then suddenly you're off and your life changes just by letting go. It's fun. I love this. 
you know, I did have a question about parallel universes, and how does that apply to the law of attraction? Well, according to people that are much more knowledgeable about quantum physics of the sort than I am, there's the, I guess there's proof of this too, that, you know, the dimension that we live in, the third dimension, is actually one of 11 dimensions. So there's actually 11 dimensions instead of just our three dimensions. And so anything above the three, we really can't see. And so the question is, in these 11 dimensions, what is actually going on? Well, there's different theories of what's going on, but to put it in simplest terms, the way I think about it is, there's different versions of us. I know this is going to sound crazy, but this is according to the higher levels of quantum physics. They talk about this. There's different versions of us. Like, for example, Jules, I mean, you're, you're, you're doing your radio show, but in another, in another dimension, you might be a doctor or you might be a congresswoman or something of the sort. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah and I, I might not be here. I might be uh, doing something completely different. So all, all of us exist in different dimensions, but um, in addition to this, this third dimension and so there's so many different realities and possibilities that it takes all these 11 dimensions to hold it in and so the way I think about it is and I, and I could be wrong on this, this is just my theory and that we're only alive in this dimension uh, like living and, and moving whereas in the other dimensions we have these alternate realities but these alternate realities aren't live or, or dynamic, they're static they're not moving, they're just uh, I guess frozen in time, you could say. That's the best way to think about it. And so, the way, one way to think about the law of attraction and how this works is when you're focusing on something you want to manifest, there's already what you want in this alternate dimension. So, let's say I, I want a new BMW or Mercedes or whatever car I'm trying to get. Well, there's already this possibility, reality, existing in an alternate dimension, one of the 11 dimensions. It's already existing in that dimension. And so what I'm actually doing is when I'm uh, focusing on this, I'm actually reaching out or trying trying to pull in that alternate reality in that other universe. And I, and it sounds kind of crazy, you know, but this is how it this is this is this is what's also happening on a quantum physics level. So there's eleven of me. Oh, no, there's no, no, eleven, be 11 of me. trillion of you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's just, it's oh. just, it's, 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 in these 11 dimensions, I mean, there's an infinite, re- you can basically say there's infinite realities in each one. And, and, and uh, all, all we're trying to do is when we focus on something, it's an alternate reality. And we're, we're focused, we're able to tap into those alternate realities. And those, you know, parallel universes are, are in these 11 dimensions altogether. So do, do you think we have the same emotions, the same issues, the same limiting beliefs? Uh, all different. All different. All different. Yeah. And, 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 and they said this. They said there's four fundamental forces in the universe. And one of the fu- four fundamental forces is gravity. That's one of the four fundamental forces. And then scientists say it's the weakest force. But, however, why, is it, why would it be the weakest force? It's because, and there's theories on this too, because there's 11 dimensions. Gravity, all this gravitational pull that we experience, it's being spread out through 11 dimensions, not just the three that we live in. It's being spread out through 11 different dimensions. And because it's spread out through so many dimensions, we're not feeling, we don't feel the full force of gravity, how strong it could really be because it's so spread out. So we consider it to be the weakest 
But I think what we think is the weakest, the reason why is because it's spread out so through so many dimensions versus the other four forces. Wow. That is fascinating. Yeah. Confusing. Yeah, a confusing, yeah. But, but fascinating, yeah. fascinating. So, but we can connect to some of those other dimensions. Yes, and, 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 and we're... To me, if you if we're you know, to me, the law of attraction works whether you believe in it or not. It's like gravity. So right, the people right. like us who are more in tune with it, who understand it, we're able to more create our life by design instead of by default. So we're right. all tapping into the uh, alternate dimensions or the parallel universes as we speak. It's just you and me who are more in tune into it. We're doing it more out of intention, uh, uh, an intentional yeah. uh, you know tapping into it versus people that are just randomly doing it. You know, so if you're if you're a negative person and you don't believe in the law of attraction and you're negative all the time and all these negative things keep happening to you, you keep thinking to yourself, oh, well, why has this happened to me? Well, you're tapping into you're, you're you're thinking of negative things, feeling them, and it's accessing those negative alternate realities of you and those dimensions, and you're you're attracting those situations to yourself. That's what's happening. You just don't understand where the process, why why what's happening, and so you're unable to control what happens to you. So you are attracting the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes. Um, and so it's based on if you're happy, if you feel wonderful, you're going to attract more wonderful things to you. If you're complaining, um, just not happy, you're, com you're attracting all of that kind of negative stuff yes. to you. Yes, and, and there's another principle I want to bring up since we're on this subject, and it's called the Pareto Principle. It's like 80, the 80-20 rule. You know, like, um, uh, I forgot who, did, well, Pareto, he's the one that developed it, but it, it applies to so many different things besides just what I'm talking about here. It's like in, in, in work, in life, 80%, 20, 80-20, we say. And when, in terms of law of attraction, I always say 80% of your reality or what you're bringing into your circumstances is based on what you're thinking and feeling. There's going to be 20% of it that's going to be out of your control. So... We can't just say that, oh, if I just think positive and feel positive all day, nothing negative is going to happen to me. That's not, and that, that's not, and you can't control that because everybody has their thoughts and emotions, and not everybody is using the law of attraction at the same time. So you can, you're going to attract a lot of great things to yourself by feeling positive and thinking positive, what we talked about. But there's going to be aspects of what circumstances in life as you're going through life where negative things are going to happen to you. And you just can't control it. It's just you know that, that that's where the right. skeptics come in and say, well, you know, the law of attraction isn't isn't real, whatever. Because why are these negative things happening to these people? Well, you you can't control certain things that happen to you. So uh, if someone's driving down the the road and then they're happy, and some guy's having a really bad day and not focusing on what he's trying to do and runs a red light, well, he's gonna hit somebody sooner or later. Mm -hmm. And so there's certain aspects to your life where you can't control. You can't you can't control everything with the law of attraction from your own standpoint. Everybody has their own mind conscious mind so they're going to be able to think negative and do negative things at the same time yeah. sure okay we got that and to get david's uh fabulous book total law of attraction go to totallawofattraction.com yeah simple as that <laughs> so david thank you so much thank you callers for another great show this was fun and we will be back next month with another show with this phenomenal law of attraction expert, Dr. David Che. Thank you so right, much. Thanks again. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for joining us. 
We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com and have a great week.